Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier Buying Florida. I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage. And we're doing a three series on the loan process. We did part one last week, and that was the loan has been electronically signed and documents uploaded. So we went through the whole process of getting that whole first step done. Well, then all of a sudden you've got that all over there and you're wondering what happens next? Well, the processing gets the file because the goes into their system. So they're going to review all of your documents that you have uh, uploaded. And with that being said, they're going to go through everything. And how this process has sped up so well with us that we can close loans in minimal time, such as two weeks to three weeks, is that the file is processed and then reviewed. Then the loan is DU approved. So when you hear about people getting turned down a week before closing, I find that hard to believe. Uh, it's just bad processing because really what you have going on is that file has been DU or LP, that's desktop underwriting or loan prospector. And I just did a video on it. So if you want to go to my website, www.ddamortgage.com, go to my video sections, my podcast, I go in more detail from my one-minute video, and it's good to listen to. So please get in there and subscribe. Get the weekly video, and you kind of mirror each one and get more in-depth on the ones that you're really wanting to learn about. But for you buyers out there, you know, it's kind of be a little freakish out because what happens is we have your file. You're not hearing anything. So then we get the DU approval and LP, and what we do is we get your loan submitted to underwriting as quickly as possible. The uh, investors that we use can come out in two hours or a day. I mean, it's pretty quick. So also in that processing, we're going to check to see if there's an appraisal waiver form, meaning that if you put 20% down or more, you could possibly get a waiver on the appraisal, meaning that Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and all the research and all the houses they have say, we don't want one. We're good. I recommend you take it. Or you have to get an appraisal. So if you got to get an appraisal, you know, you've uploaded your credit card authorization and we'll order the appraisal. And it goes to a third party. And they order it through whoever on a random basis. And then we're going to order the title work. We want to get that going. So there's a couple of things that are going on. One, while we're processing the loan, we have the appraisal or appraisal waiver. Appraisal's order, we want to make sure it appraises. We have the title being done to make sure that there's no liens or encumbrances or anything that's going to cloud the title and stop you from purchasing it. You know, anything can show up on the title from the, from the seller. So that's going on as well. So as those parts are going on, we are giving you uh, insurance companies and you're going out and getting insurance companies and you're getting as many referrals as you can and you're shopping insurance. And at that time during the processing, you're going to get a home inspection. So on your home inspection, we don't like to order the appraisal until after the inspection. The reason is if you have a problem with the home inspection and we order the appraisal, well, they all think you're going full steam ahead. 
like you to negotiate it, like to make sure it's a workable deal and make sure it's a resolvable after the home inspection. Once everyone's signed off on the inspection and if there are addendums that need to be done, then we'll lower the appraisal. So I don't like to do it until after the fact to protect you because who wants to get banged for 450 and whatever home inspection costs, 400, eight or $900 out, you're not happy. So we do the home inspection, make sure everything's great. We don't refer home inspectors. You get that through your realtor who they feel good and comfortable with, and they give you several names to call. So you want to get that process going. You want to be calling for your insurance after your home inspection, after your four-point wind hit, because that'll give you the cheapest price. Well, you know, remember I told you the processor submitted your loan, but she also reviewed it. And she already knows what you need, like what's missing. So she'll send you an email out with the loans and underwriting saying, hey, listen, I need these documents. And usually when it comes out of underwriting, that'd be those conditions that we need. Unless the underwriters have pulled out something above and beyond that we haven't seen. So it goes pretty quickly. And then it comes out of underwriting. We get your conditions. We upload them. Your appraisal comes in. The title comes in. The home inspection was fine. The appraisal's ordered and comes in. We get all your conditions in. And then we work on getting the loan clear to close. But in that loan process, something you must note is you're going to get disclosures sent to you over and over again. Every time they're working on a file, it seems like a CD comes out. Well, you and I went over the numbers and all of a sudden you're getting these CDs coming out and they're all wrong. They're up, they're down, they're everywhere. And you're like, what's going on here? This is not what you told me. It's one of those trust factors. I have to go to that, that trust factor. And you got to trust us. I mean, we go over all the numbers, but you know, when they're doing your loan and they send you disclosures, they're not showing the deposit being deducted. They're not showing the appraisal being paid. They're not seeing, uh, and that's what we got to get to on the other part, the survey. They're not checking that the survey that you may have gotten from the existing seller or that, you know, it's got paid or the insurance got paid up front, which we don't recommend do it at closing unless there's a hurricane. Uh, you don't know all that. And, and a lot of times they don't show the credit for the origination and they don't show the property tax credit for when the seller owned the home. So a lot of times you're skewed, but you have to trust us that I'm coming to your closing. I'm going to sit next to you and I'm going to tell you what you got to bring. It's what you're going to bring or less. So you have to go with that. And it is nerve wracking and you're going to call. Then you ask, well, did he, hey, it's three days before closing and uh, the numbers are still wrong. Yeah, it's still from the lender. Hasn't gotten the title company. But let's stay in part series two. One, we always ask that you ask the seller for an existing survey. If the seller has an existing survey and they haven't added a pool or a room and it's not too old and the title company accepts it, you save $350. So we really try to save you money in everything we do. You know, and if you look at that process, one, we don't order your appraisal until what? Home inspection. Don't want you spending the money. Two, we ask you to go ask for, uh, you know, an existing survey from the seller. Three, give you a whole bunch of names to call for insurance companies and uh, to do your homework and to get the best deal and the best coverage, which is your job. And then once you do find that insurance, you're going to go ahead and let us know, and then we'll get the mortgagee clause set up with that lender. So it's pretty cool. So the process is pretty quick, and, I, and I'm going to reference everything to the sandbox. As long as everyone's in the sandbox and we can all play together, it'll get done quickly. You know, it's a lot of stuff, you know, like when you provide, you know, for example, you've given those two months bank statements, 
So if there's any weird deposits in there, they're going to ask about it. And they're going to want to see a month to date on your statement. So seeing crazy deposits is going to be a problem. You know, if you're commissioning W-2, they're going to want to make sure your commission is there for two years. I mean, if you're self-employed, they're going to look at the tax returns, personal and corporate. So, for example, as we go in 2020, you know, if you're 18 and 19 returns are done, they're going to want a profit and loss for 2020. Or if you're not done, they're going to want 17 and 18 in a year to date for 19. So those are things you got to look out for. You're going to want letters of explanation. You got a gap in your employment. They're going to want to know about it. If you have credit inquiries, you may pull up, you know, find out why. You got another mortgage going on at the same time or were you shopping? You know, if you had some late pays, they're going to want to know. So they really they get deep into it. So when you get the email and these things that you have to do, and it's really like tedious, it has to get done. Remember, it's a Fannie Freddie Mac loan. I mean, it doesn't matter where you go. Everybody's got to do the same thing. So it's really just staying on top of it. And we try to get everything up front so we don't make it so painful during the process. We get everything up front. It minimizes what we need during the process in part two of these series. And that's really the objective is to get everything up front. You know, we look at saving you money. We're going to ask you for your owner's title policy. You know, we're going to try to get your reissue rate. You know, we're going to ask for all these extra documents, but it's all about saving money. If you're refinancing, we want your owner's title policy. We want your survey. You know, we're just in the business to get your loan done at the best rate, least amount of cost, and to save you money. And if we got your back, you're a lifetime customer. And that's why our business has grown so much because we have lifetime customers where we do parents and then children. Please don't tell me I'm doing grandchildren. It's too long. Uh, I just thought I'd say that. But anyways, as we go along in the podcast, I hope part two of this series is I wake an eye awakener. And it just lets you know the things that you need to do. And I didn't want to do a podcast with all three series into one. I really just wanted you to digest each one. You got number one. We just got to number two. And then we're going to do part series three on the following week. And it really, the objective here is just to educate you, prepare you, do a quick 15, 17, 18-minute podcast without going in such detail. Because frankly, all my sailing videos that I look, which I love, I, I, 17 minutes I'm maxed. Don't go for an hour or 50 minutes. I'm not going to watch you. Uh, I like it brief. I like it to the point. And that's all we're trying to do. So I'm Didier buying Florida. Remember, I only do the boundaries in the state of Florida. And I cover the whole state. Uh, my area is Tampa Bay. And I can do anywhere else in the state of Florida. So please let me know if I can be of assistance. I, again, I'm going to mention my website, www.ddamortgage.com. Check out my prior podcast. Check out my videos. It's a great website. And really, everything's trying to revolve around it. And the traffic that's going there is just unbelievable. Organically, it has just grown tremendously. So I really encourage you to go there and learn. And if you're not ready to buy, you know, give me a call. Let's prepare you. I can't tell you the phone calls I get from the Googles that people are calling and saying, listen, I'm going to buy a house. And what do I got to do to prepare? Well, here I got my podcast, one, two, and three's next week. But also in the preparation is getting you set up for those podcasts, but getting you start in the beginning and getting you set up where maybe four or six months before you buy a home, but you're going to buy a home. And we're going to help you get there. So Didier, Didier Mortgage, I really appreciate you tuning in and learning and growing with me.
And that's what we're all about. We're just here to educate you, teach you, pull no punches, let you know what the facts are, and let you know technology is just taking off like crazy. I mean, it's just not stopping. And uh, I'm excited about next week, about part three. Great things are happening with the technology that I want to share with you that you'll see happening as the months progress during the year 2020. Thank you again. Signing off. And have a great evening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.